I know that the only way that I'm going to empower myself and my community or my ability to get out of here is to take ownership and really take a stab at this company. Let me do this because I'm frustrated, but I'm not going to burn a business. I'm going to build a business. I believe that the opposite of depression, it's not happiness, it's purpose. I believe that every single person has something unique to contribute to the world. And that's why I wanted to create a show called Don't Keep Your Day Job. Don't Keep Your Day Job is about figuring out what it is that you were here to do in this world that only you can do to make the world more whole, more beautiful, and to stop selling yourself short, and to stop sitting it out, and to figure out how to take this thing you love, whether it's art or music or screenwriting or dance or baking, and how do you weave this thing that you love into a life that you get to contribute, that you get to do what you love full time, because it's not just about business, it's about contribution, it's about meaning. That is what we seek. That is what we truly want. And you absolutely are here to serve the world. And I want to help you figure out just how much value you have inside of you. And every single week, we're going to be talking to people who have something to add to help you get out of your own way, to help you be more successful, to help you be the truest expression of you. My name is Kathy Heller. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive in. Thanks to Indeed for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner where you can attract interview and hire all in one place. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash dream job. Also thanks to Territory Foods. Territory is a chef driven marketplace of sustainably sourced, nutritionally dense, ready to eat meals. To save $75 across your first three orders and get free shipping, go to territoryfoods.com and use the promo code dreamjob. And thanks to Away. Away creates thoughtful travel products, including their best-selling suitcase with features that makes traveling more seamless. To explore Away's travel range and start your 100-day trial, go to awaytravel.com slash dreamjob. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So Damon John is with us today. I can't wait to dive into that conversation. Before we get there, I just want to let you know that the application process is underway. My new program, Ready for Millions, is here, and we will be taking applications until December 15th. This program is all about calling in abundance. The new year is going to be here before you know it. And this program is the highest level group I've ever curated. That's why it's application only. We want to know where you're at. We want to know what you've been up to. We want this program to be a highly curated group of women who are ready for millions. And it's interesting because so often, so often, we think that matter is going to affect matter. That what we need more of is all of the nuts and the bolts. And what we forget is that it's the energy. And you guys know this, right? Like it's not about whether you use email or whether you use podcast or whether you use Twitter or whether you use a course or a retreat or a product or a service, it's the resonance, right? It's the resonance. And so ready for millions is, is really something I have been wanting to put in the world for a long time because this program will facilitate the breakthrough. This program is designed to help you get beyond the program, the software that runs and runs and runs and runs and runs and keeps you tied to some very limited construct that you then think is reality. It's like, no, 
This program is going to provide you with the breakthrough. So in this program, we will be bringing in meditation, breath work, sound baths. They'll be tapping. You will have the shift and you will have it over and over and over again. And it will allow you to open the aperture so that you are able to have the awareness of what's really here. And then you are going to be able to resonate on such a different level. And then you're going to be able to offer up a different kind of energy because energy, when you exchange a more powerful frequency, then you will start to call in so much more of the abundance because it's energy that gets exchanged for energy. You know, Kim Kardashian just made a million dollars in one minute because she did this collaboration with Fendi and Skims and in one minute. And why is that? Because the energetic the way in which they put it into the world, that vibe, that frequency, the way she shows up, the branding, everything about it communicates a certain level of energy and immediately that energy is received and everybody wants to exchange and get in it and have it. And so what has to happen for 2022 to be the year that you break through, that you start making one, two, three million dollars, you've got to resonate at that million dollar level. And what's so powerful is that once you tap into this abundance that's right here, you know, Wayne Dyer says, abundance is not something we acquire. It's something we tune into. And once you tune in, what's amazing is you feel so blissed out. You feel so whole. You feel so in love with the present moment that you don't even need, you don't need anything to be made material because you're feeling it already in the vibrational sense. However, you will start to materialize. You won't believe, you won't believe what starts to happen when the energy shifts. And everyone who's been on this show, just like Damon John, who you're going to hear today, Everybody, when you really, really look, you'll see it. It's the energy. And it's at some point in their story, they decided to stop believing the illusion, stop believing what this small, tiny little lowercase r reality was that they had made for themselves, and instead started to plug into what reality actually is. It's all here right now. Those people who want to come to you. The clients, they're there. The money is there. The people are there. You just got to tune in. You just got to change the station so that you can receive a different melody, but it's playing right now. You just got to change the receiver. So not only will this program be facilitating all of the energetic paradigm shift, which is what what's really, really, really going to be so powerful about this program but I will also be showing you step by step in the nitty nitty gritty, how I built a multi seven figure business. And we will bring in experts to show you the DNA of sales copy. We will show you the DNA of Facebook ads. We will show you how you, how you really create such a beautiful, seamless path to lead conversion, right? No matter whether you're selling a product, services, coaching, courses, It's really all in that same three pieces. 
being visible, right? Engaging with people and the promise gets communicated in a clear way. And you create that container for people and you move them in. You move them in to the invitation for transformation. And I'm going to show you how we do this. And I'm so excited. If you want to apply, you can go to kathyheller.com slash ready and you can submit your application for ready for millions. Now, ready for millions, like I said, application only. We will review all these applications. And then what we'll do is we're going to send a personal message to those of you who we think are a good fit. At that point, we'll give you all the details and then you can decide if you want to join us. This program is going to be off the hook. It's going to start in January. I'm so excited. All right. Well, I can't tell you how cool it is to have Damon John here. He's awesome. You probably have seen him making deals and giving business advice on Shark Tank, but he's also the founder and CEO of FUBU and the Shark Group, a New York Times bestselling author, branding guru, and motivational speaker. He's written some amazing books like The Power of Broke, Rise and Grind, Power Shift, and he has an upcoming course called The Seven Day Power Packed Reels Campaigns for Small Businesses Blueprint, which this is going to teach you how to use Reels, TikTok, Snapchat, and audio rooms to gain traction on social media through viral marketing. Damon shares really helpful tips in this conversation about creating content and engaging with your audience. So if you want more of that, you can go to masteringreels.com and do it soon because they have a really cool Black Friday deal going on just for our listeners right now. This was such an awesome thing to sit with him. He has built a company worth billions of dollars and he has so much kindness in his heart. He has the ability to see what's possible and his dedication to share that with other people is on a whole next level. It's just an honor that he's here. So without further ado, please welcome the incredible Damon John. Damon, thank you so much for coming on today. It is an honor. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. You have been a lightning rod for people, your energy, your passion. You have like this very cool part of you where even though you're so successful, your ego has like stayed in check and you connect with people like immediately. You have this approachable, sweet, loving, and yet strong presence. I think that says a lot about you. Wow. I, I never heard of it like that, but I, I appreciate it. I work hard at it, but it's an honor that, that people feel that way. Yeah, so let's right. talk about your journey. Let's talk about your journey because people obviously know you from Shark Tank and they know you from all of your businesses and everything else. So can we just talk about that for a second? Like when you were a kid, did you have any idea that one day you were going to be a mogul and an entrepreneur? I absolutely knew that I was going to be a mogul and entrepreneur right around the age of about 13 to 18. I realized that I was going to be a gajillionaire and a mogul and an entrepreneur. Oh my God. Cause no, I mean, no, it was, it was very clear. I was going to maybe buy crash cars at 5,000, invest 5,000 and sell them for 20,000. And it's obvious nothing will ever go wrong. And um, I will then buy two cars, five cars, 10 cars. By the time you know what, I was going to be Henry Ford and uh, life set in and I was broke, uneducated, working at Red Lobster, serving shrimp, thinking that, I was a loser and that I would, um, I would never make it anywhere in life when I was about 22 years old. Mm. Oh my God, this is such a good story. So <laughs> what happened? Well, what happened, what happened is that, you know, as a kid, you know, well, I guess it's the people that surround you, you surround yourself with. I was, uh, I grew up in a place called Hollis, Queens, and 
uh, there's a lot of amazing music artists that came out of house putting this in this little square five miles uh you know ll cool j run dmc salt and pepper onyx 50 cents ja rule oh uh tribe called west oh and, my god uh and probably about literally another dozen uh, that's insane you just yeah. like rattled off like that was a whole era of music right there <laughs> in your little five block radius Right. And we would see them drive by in all these fancy cars. And I said, well, obviously I'm next. I didn't realize I had to put in work to, to get to where what they were doing and where they were. Right. So, so I had this false sense of I'm seeing all these people and obviously it's easy to do this. And then I didn't apply myself. I was busy hanging out on tours and uh, partying. And then I was laughing at all the kids that decided to go to college. I did that whole, let me take up one year from college and it became forever. And then, as I said, you know, <laughs> 21, 22 years old, I was working in Red Lobster and all those kids that went to college were coming back from college with jobs and I was serving them shrimp. And that's when reality set in that Damon, maybe you're not as smart as you think you are. And then I started to triple down on getting an education, whether I had to take night classes, whether reading every book that Tony Robbins made or Carnegie or, mm-hmm. or Napoleon Hill or Brian Tracy or whatever it was. And I just started putting so much knowledge in my body and going out seeking many, many more mentors. And then just applying myself to something I really loved, something that I would have done for free for the rest of my life, which was dress people. And, you know, I turned around at 30 years old. I had a company that was doing about $400 million annually. Oh will be recognized. So... Um, it's incredible. Yeah, I have no, I have absolutely no idea why God has decided to bless me, but uh, I'm here. I'm going to say it again. I said it about six seconds into this interview. There is a goodness in you. It's so obvious. And that's why God bless you. Well, I hope so. I'm trying to still keep earning my way into heaven. Well, you have a lot. <laughs> you, you have a very clear amount of integrity and that's what it is. You can feel it from miles away. Let's talk about when you said you were filling yourself, reading those books, Carnegie, Tony Robbins, all, what shifted? Because there was an internal shift. Well, I had already had faith in myself at an early age. My mother's a very, very strong woman and, and told me a lot of things as I was growing up. And, uh, you know, it was that time when kids kind of get lost for a little while and then they come back and say, wait, maybe mom is not as stupid as I thought she was. And um, it was adding that to the things that I was taking out of those books such as, you know, when they were breaking down the statistics of who are self-made men and women or the fact that athletes and lotto winners, uh, they have all this money, but 65% of them are bankrupt three years after leaving mm. the league or winning mm. the lotto because of lack of financial intelligence. So I started to look at those things. Also, of course, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, made me understand the value of setting goals and affirmations and reading them daily and filling my mind full of the things that I want to accomplish in life, not what society wants me to accomplish or people telling me I can't accomplish because those are still goals, right? If, uh, you know, I told you fortunately about the artists in Hollis Queens, but also we were all told as young African-American males that we'd be dead or in jail by 21. And if we repeated that enough to ourselves, many of my friends ended up accomplishing that goal. So there's uh-huh. negative goals and there's positive goals. And I started applying those things, the positive ones. I mean, that is just so powerful, right? Like we reach for the highest branch that we can see. Yeah. And what is modeled for us is so, is so important because what you started doing was creating a different model, right? Expansion, like looking and seeing that there was in fact a different possibility there for you. And then you built it. You built it so much bigger than 
I mean, I like gasp when you said $400 million. I mean, it's, and you've done that now over and over and over and over again. Like that was just the first, but it's huge, right? Yeah. What did it look like for people who are listening right now? You know, over 80% of the people listening to this show, they're putting in the work. They have a four-year degree, but they're unfulfilled at their job. They're not feeling like they are in the zone, right? In that flow state. They're not feeling an abundance of like creativity and they're not feeling an abundance of money, neither. And so when you started that first clothing, that first business, how did that begin? Like, how did you get your first customer? How did you get that first sale? What lit the match? It, it happened by mistake. It was, um, I, I saw a hat that I really loved, but it looked, it looked like a ski cap. And it, instead of the ball on the top, it was open on the top. So you, you took a piece of the fabric with a hat and you tied like a string. I saw it in a De La Soul video and I wanted to buy it. Um, and I bought it. And I remember showing my mother the hat and she said, that's a poorly constructed hat. And, and I can't believe you paid $20 for that hat. She said, you, you don't have enough money to just keep buying hats like that. When I showed you the basics of sewing, I'll show you how to sew that hat. So I go to the store, I get $40 worth of fabric so I can make a couple of hats. And uh, I come home and my mother shows me how to sew the hats. But I didn't realize that I wasn't thinking about it. I bought the same roll of fabric. So now I had 80 hats that looked like the same exact striped candy cane and one head. And I realized I'm never going to wear all these hats. I don't want to give them away to all my friends because then all my friends will look exactly like me. So it was 1989. It was um, Good Friday. It was about 3.15 in the afternoon. It was around 47 degrees outside. And I stood outside on the corner. And I tried to sell those hats. And uh, in one hour, I sold $800 worth of hats. And I remember saying to myself, I made these hats in my own hands. It was my ability to show value to the customer, whether it is this matches the outfit. This is the hip hat you saw in De La Soul video. Uh, this is going to make your head feel warm. You're going to look like you're onto the new things like in hip hop. And it was my ability to relay this message to them. And now I have $800. And I will never have to work for anybody ever again for the rest of my life. Now, reality set in, I worked at Red Lobster for five years after that. But that moment was the moment of like, and I think everybody can experience this and feel that. It's a culmination of a bunch of actions and thoughts. And then when that goal starts to unfold in front of you, it's like, God damn it. That is it. It doesn't mean that's going to be it forever, but it was that moment that changed my life. Oh my God. I love how you painted that picture. And even that it was 47 degrees, I could just feel you sitting there and you're right because words don't teach. It's the experience of it. And you in that moment went, Oh, okay. I see what's going on here. I felt what just happened. So now that I felt that and did that and experienced that, I could do that again. So then you just said you stayed working at Red Lobster. So what was that next moment that took that day on the street corner and blew that up? Well, that story started in 89. And technically, I didn't really have public recognition until 97, 98. I had closed Fubu down three times from 89 to 92, even though I was working at Red Lobster. But the business kept calling me back. You know, it's the business is almost like that first time somebody gets high, which I don't get high, but I'm told that you always get that feeling of wanting to have that high or that joy. 
right? And I'd rather say that instead of hi. And the business kept pulling me back. But I would run, I would make affordable mistakes. You know, I'd run out of $500, $1,000. And a lot of people don't realize that small businesses often fail because of overfunding. They go out and they try to build Rome in one day by borrowing $50,000, $100,000, and then they just make bigger mistakes. That's all they make. Um, but after I ran on the $500, I would see people say, hey, man, I bought that hat for me. You on the corner, right? I still got a hat. It's my favorite hat. I've been looking for you. And I go in there and you start doing it again. And then somebody goes, oh, my God, I've been wearing these hats. Why don't you make T-shirts? You're right. Why aren't I making T-shirts? And then 92 came around. And what was happening in 92 reflects what was happening last year with George Floyd. There was the Rodney King incident, people burning Mm -hmm. buildings, marching in the streets. People of all colors were fighting against injustice. The chokehold was being implemented. Um, And Mm -hmm. we were lost as a community, an African-American community. And that was the last time that I said, that's it. I know that the only way that I'm going to empower myself and my community or my ability to get out of here is to take ownership and really take a stab at this company. Let me do this because I'm frustrated, but I'm not going to burn a business. I'm going to build a business. And I found three great partners who wanted um, to partner up with me. I found people of all colors who wanted to support me to say, we love what you guys are doing. We love hip hop. And that was probably the moment, 92, when I officially really just said, I'm never going to turn back from starting this company. I love that you just gave all of us that insight into where you were at, that why behind it. Because what's going on in the world today, I say to people, time's up. Like, time's up on playing small. Like, you don't have the luxury to sit there and play small. Right. If you have Wi-Fi, you have running water and you're looking out there at what's happening. And Damon, think about at this moment, which I'm sure you think this all the time, who you are, the representation that you now offer, who you are as a model now is so powerful. The ripple effects that came from that. And now you just being you walking through the world as yourself, empowered on purpose, lit up, that's how you make change. And you did that. What you just did is you reminded us that you said, I wasn't going to burn a business. I was going to build a business, right? Because you have the capacity for this level of greatness, but that takes tremendous strength, right? Tremendous strength. And you just were like, game on game on. And so it was. Yeah. You know, this is why I think this podcast is so great because you have a way of breaking things down that I think even, you know, maybe I'm too close to it. I don't look at it as, uh, I always try to say, you know, don't take yourself too serious. Nobody else is, but you know, I'm very close to it, but I, I also don't want people to think that that tremendous strength as you described it was something that I knew I had. It wasn't, it was either, it may have been tremendous fear that I don't want to be dead or in jail. I don't want to be at the mercy of the government or the police or people in the wrong, you know, in the wrong hands. So I know where this burning business is. I know where this frustration and saying that since nobody else values my community effort, let me just be a wild mm. guy or girl or whatever. I know where that's going to lead for sure. If I'm not dead or in jail, I'm not going to have a, a fruitful life and I'm not going to be able to raise kids by my example because they're going to end up being like me. So I think that's more of a fear 
to say, well, then I got to try everything else because everybody in the world that has made it, most of them didn't start with anything. They didn't wake up a genius. They didn't wake up with all the assets that they, they have. I mean, there's a very small amount of people that really woke up with everything. You just either have to apply yourself or not. And if everybody else can do it, why can't I do it? Yes. And your uh, co-star on Shark Tank, Barbara Corcoran, who we mentioned before we started recording, was here. And she said, I know you know her intimately, but she shared with us that she grew up with very little. And she had that moment where her ex, you know, many, many, many years ago said to her, you will be nothing without me. And she said, thank you for that, because that insurance policy, oh, I will never let you see me fail now. And she walked out of that office. And no matter, she said, how many recessions came in the real estate market, no matter how many loop-de-loops it did, she heard those words, like, you will be nothing without me. And that, similar to what you're saying, is it didn't matter to her what cards were dealt, what circumstances were there. She was going to choose almost to utilize that, like to fuel her even more. Right. And I, ha- I have so much respect, um, and we all do. The world has so much respect for Shark Tank because it is very, it is like Haley's Comet to make a TV show that strikes gold the way that you guys have done. And it is so simple. It is a few people on a stage speaking truth, speaking truth over people. That's all it is. There is no glitz and fanfare. That's it. Uh, And and more importantly, a lot of people don't realize the sharks are probably learning more than anybody else. I'm learning from my fellow sharks. They're amazing people, and we all may know the fundamentals of business, but everyone's executing their business in a different way. I'm also learning, though, from the empty nests that are coming up on that stage and saying, I'm tired of working on somebody else's dream. I'm, I'm ready to work on my own. Or the, the kids who are 8, 9, 10 years old who's like, I'm not sure where my education will take me, but I'm, here's what I'm doing today before I ever get a piece of paper. Or the people that have failed and have a passion and love for it. And people that are doing business in a whole new way. If I wasn't on Shark Tank, I'd probably be making clothes. Hopefully Macy's will buy them. Maybe Macy's will put it out on the rack and maybe somebody will buy it off the rack. And if they don't, I wouldn't even know who they are because I don't have any way to connect with them through social media conversion or email. I'd be doing business the same way. So we're up there getting an education ourselves. Your through line is tremendous humility, radical humility. That's what you have. Radical amount. I mean, look what you just said. You won't lose an opportunity to grow. That's what it is. It's amazing. It's Absolutely. amazing. I learn something new every day. Absolutely. So, so now teach us something because we're in this moment, which you're more aware of than anyone else, this great resignation. People want to quit their jobs. They don't want to be working for someone else. And Years before that happened, Shark Tank was already cooking and up and running and doing unbelievable things to inspire the world. So if somebody's listening right now, I mean, they're feeling so grateful that you're here. So what advice do you have after seeing so many people trying to step up to that? What do they need in order to stop working for someone else? And in order to build their own business, what are some of the essentials that they're going to need? In your mindset of understanding that they're going to fail a lot, a lot of doors are going to close in their face. But they also need to know exactly what I was saying, that they have to educate themselves every day. Now, the first part of educating yourself is, as we discussed, what is your why? 
I believe there's three pillars to, to success. It is really drilling down on your why, right? Why are you doing this? Uh, I've done plenty of deals on Shark Tank where the person really wanted either to be famous or they wanted something mm-hmm. else, but they didn't want this. It's okay if you want to be famous, but drill down on that. Because once you truly know your why, then you can set the right goals, as we we're talking about. And when you set the right goals, then you know the education you need to reinforce those goals. But if it starts off with the foundation of the why is wrong, well, then the goals are going to be wrong and then the education is going to be wrong. And then once you know your why, the next step is you have to take inventory. You cannot say, well, I need this. Well, I need that. That's true. You will need them. But what do you have today right now? You know, when I said that I got to that point in 1992 when I started the business, so what was my inventory? I had a phone available to me. And I had a lot of extra time because I was working at Red Lobster. I made 50 calls a day for six months. I said to myself, I don't care what it is. I'm going to make 50 calls a day, 10 to manufacturers, 10 to stores, 10 to music labels and rap artists and friends, 10 to regular customers, 50 calls a day. And if I, and if I six months, I feel a level of that I'm getting someplace, I'm going to bring in partners. And in six months, my 50 calls, some people who didn't talk to me call one. Talk to me, call, you know, 1,200. Some people said, you're not going away. Some people, whatever the case is, but I have 50 calls a day. My buddy who, uh, who started Bomba Socks, and that's the number one product invested in Shark Tank history, he said he had 50,000 people that have somehow been in his email base. He, go, he went into his email base. He saw 50,000 people were there. He sends out an email. Hey, thinking of this concept called Bomba Socks. Uh, every pair we sell, we're going to give away a pair to the homeless. What do you think? 20% of the people said, stop spamming me. Well, you know, another couple of people said, I don't know who the hell you are. I don't remember you. A lot of people said, I really, really love this idea. And a couple of people said, I'm your ex-girlfriend, a-hole. Why are you emailing me this stupid-ass idea? I still hate you. But 50,000 people are hitting it. It, it. it is taking inventory. And your inventory is time on hand. Friends you have around you. Friends you don't have around you. Mentors. Books you need to read, courses you need to read, places you need to go intern at, your staff at your office who will back your crowdfunding campaign, shooting stupid videos and putting it out there and saying, what do you think about it? Your inventory is right there. That is so good. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. So when you do a deal with someone and they leave the Shark Tank stage, what is the number one thing? that becomes the obstacle for people. What can we start to just anticipate that you have seen that that is where people hit their wall? What happens and how could we prevent that dip? Assuming that there's a pill that is going to solve the problem. I've done a deal with a shark. Now I'm going to call the shark all the time and, and that person is going to solve all my problems. Right. Or now I've gotten the money and the money's going to solve all my problems and not realizing that the work really begins then. Yeah. You know, the shark cannot be a crutch because the end of the day, the, the business falls on you and you're going to have ups and you're going to have downs in the business and understanding that nobody will ever run the business like you will, you know, or care about the business as much as you are. You're going to, and there's no one pill. Yes. Can a shark lead you uh, in the right direction? Yeah, we can. But my most successful founders, I'll give them 10 ideas and it's up to them to see which ones resonate with them. And they'll say, okay, these are all great. Or maybe these are not that great. 
these two work for me. You know, going back to Bomber Socks, as soon as, you know, I'm, I'm a guy who puts big splashy logos on stuff. I, I, I do a whole bunch of lines and all that kind of stuff in fashion business. So when they came in and after I became partner, I was calling them every day. Hey, you know what collabo you need to do? You need to do the Flavor Flav Sock. Yeah, boy. And they were like, thank you, Damon. Click. Thank you, Damon. Click. And they were they were just focused on one type of sock. They concentrate on it. And as I reflect on that, there's no one way to do the business. Kevin Plank, my buddy, did Under Armour and he did that, that whatever, that sports shirt. He did that shirt for 10 years straight. 10 years, that shirt. Now it's a $4 billion annually revenue generating company. Me, I did 100 different type of shirts because mine was more about fashion. His was about more workout and the technical thing. So it is all about understanding exactly drilling down deep on what you need to do, no matter how much money you have, no matter what kind of advice you have, you still have to get out there and do the work. Mm. And don't think that somebody's going to solve the problem for you. That's incredible. I'm loving this conversation so much, but before we go on, I just want to thank our sponsors. Thanks to Territory Foods for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Territory is a chef-driven marketplace of meals that are sustainably sourced, nutritionally dense, and ready to eat in just 90 seconds. Territory only uses healthy fats, clean proteins, lots of sustainably harvested seasonal produce, and the entire menu is free of gluten, inflammatory oils, dairy, and refined sugar. They have 10 plans, including the Mediterranean diet, paleo, vegan, Whole30, and keto-friendly, or just pick what looks good to you. Territory's meals are available in most major cities in the U.S. They have locally driven menus that feature as many as 90 items every week, adapting with the seasons and latest food trends so that there's always something new to try. Meals are delivered twice a week to ensure that they're always fresh and you can order as many as 12 meals for each delivery day. And their risk-free subscription makes it easy to pause or cancel your meals at any time. I love the black bean bowl and the grilled salmon because they're both delicious and tasted fresh. And best of all, they barely took any time to prep. I also really appreciate that they don't use refined sugars because I'm trying to be more mindful of the ingredients I'm eating. And Territory makes it easy to enjoy yummy food that's good for my body. To save $75 across your first three orders plus free shipping, go to TerritoryFoods.com and use the promo code DREAMJOB. That's $75 you can save across your first three orders along with free shipping by going to TerritoryFoods.com com with the promo code DREAMJOB. Thanks to Away for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Away creates thoughtful travel products, including their best-selling suitcase with features that make traveling more seamless. I love my Away suitcase. It's really spacious and has a built-in compression pad so I can fit even more stuff than I probably need to. It's also super durable. It has those cool 360-degree spinner wheels that make it really easy to move. Plus, it has a TSA-approved combination lock so all my belongings are safe. We flew to the East Coast this week for Thanksgiving, and you can bet that I was using my Away suitcase. Away gives you a 100-day free trial on their products, so you can try it out, and if it's not for you, you can return any non-personalized item for a full refund during that 100-day period. They also offer free shipping and returns on any order within the contiguous US, UK, Europe, Canada, and Australia. I think this would be such a great gift for the holidays, especially when more and more people are thinking about traveling again. So why not give the gift of travel? Explore Away's full range at awaytravel.com and give the gift that's on everyone's mind. To explore Away's travel range and start your 100-day trial, go to awaytravel.com slash dreamjob. That's awaytravel.com slash dreamjob to start your 100-day trial. When it comes to looking at, like you were saying, your most successful founders, what quality do they have? What's the one thing that's consistent in who they are and how they show up in the world? Besides the fact that I, I said about education, it is, they just keep getting up. They just, they keep getting knocked down. They keep getting up, but they take affordable steps. And that's how come they keep getting up because the steps are affordable that they've taken. 
you know, and, and, and that's really the thing that I find founders because they're able to survive when they get knocked down. You know, most founders that I know are successful and they're on their fifth, sixth or seventh business. You know, they started this one and they didn't have the right partners. Next one, they had the right partners, but not the right paperwork. You know, next one, not meaning IPs or things like that. The next one, part of the paperwork and check, but maybe not the right funding or the right distribution, the right manufacturing. By the time they get down to number seven, they're like, all right, I got all these things. But if they risked it all and tried to build Rome in a day, well, then that business is probably four or five years in. You can't do six, seven businesses for four or five years. I know you maybe could, but they, they got narrow and deep on when they finally found that, yeah. that business they loved. Yeah. You know, when you were talking about making those 50 calls a day, I mean, to me, the rewards for that are, are disproportionately un- unbelievable because what I see in the people that I've spoken to listen to this show is the biggest obstacle is making the sale and how much of our own fear and resistance and shame comes up, like asking someone, opening your palms and being willing to receive money for something, people just shut down. They just shut down. And I see it over and over and over again, just, just that move. So when you're talking to people, how do you help people overcome that feeling of, oh, I feel so embarrassed or ashamed to ask for something and turn it around and, and give them the reminder that, no, they're inviting someone to something that's a gift. That's what sales is. It's, it's, a, it's a level of serving someone else, raising your hand and offering someone something they need or want. That shift, I feel like people go as far up as they can and they back off because they can't even have that conversation once you were doing it 50 times a day, being willing to say, here's the story. What can we do together? How can we collaborate? Here's what I've got. How do you see that? What do you think that resistance is about and how do you help people overcome that? Well, you know, I think you said one word that is the most powerful word, uh, serve, be of service. When you're calling, you have to be offering somebody two and three times the amount of what you're asking for. Mm. And if you know that you're, you know, I guess it must be a service to everybody. You know, I'm of service to my employees. I'm of service to, you know, my shareholders. I'm of service to my customers. And when you keep giving and giving and giving and giving, I feel that there's an ability to say, man, I'm going to give you so much. Is it possible for you to do this? Now, if they say no, whenever I've gotten somebody who say no to me, I go, I first have to go and hack myself. Did I convey the message appropriately? Am I really offering them something of value? You know, uh, is it the right topic? Did I ask them the right questions? Did I study them well enough to know what they really want in life? And you know what? If all of that is in place and I think I've done all that, maybe it's just not a good day for them. Maybe they're thinking about something else. Ah, I'll return to them later. Next. And I just move on. And I keep kissing a whole lot of frogs. I've kissed a lot of frogs. But sooner or later, if you get down the road, you will, you will, if you hack yourself well enough, you will perfect or get as close to perfection of what you have to offer. And you will find somebody down the road that will find value in it. When I shopped FUBU out to get backing, I didn't go to Tommy Hilfiger, Ralph Lauren, Reebok. I didn't go to the first 20. I went to number 200 in the market who wanted to be number 20. I didn't, I didn't go to those first. I didn't waste my time. You know, so... It is really understanding that you really have something of value and you're so excited. You know, as an entrepreneur, you're so excited. You're like, I got to tell you what I got. 
You know, you won't believe it. <laughs> it is a shirt. You got three sleeves on the shirt? No. The shirt wake up and make me breakfast? No. But it's called FUBU. I got to tell you about FUBU. All right, I'll buy one if you just shut the F up. All right. Love, love it. I mean, what you're speaking to is, you know, I often say it's not a business problem. It's a courage problem. Like you just said, and if it's not for you, you don't take it personally. I feel like people are so wounded by rejection. They can't (laughs) hang. Like they can't hang. It's just like, and you're sitting here going, I didn't feel rejected. The last thing I thought is maybe she just had a bad day. There was no sentence in there in possibility land where it was about you. It was like, I either didn't communicate it well. All right. But it wasn't a you. It wasn't, she doesn't appreciate Damon John as I live and breathe. You didn't take that. You didn't take that hit. No, you know what I mean? Listen, when I walked up to people, you know how many times I could have said, is it because I'm dyslexic? I didn't go to college. Uh, the only notable thing I did in school was I repeated seventh grade twice. Is it because I don't have any money? Is it because I'm black? Is it because I'm short? Is it because uh, I don't have a famous last uh. name? I mean, I didn't say any of that. Actually, I, I, it was, I got baptized by fire. I used to stand outside the Apollo Theater in Harlem on 125th Street at midnight trying to sell my shirts when they're coming out of the Apollo Theater. Talk about analytics. I always say this, but I'm serious. They told me what they thought about my shirts and my mother. So, you know, those drunk bastards really just really <laughs> were very vocal. That's your problem. But don't say nothing about my mother again. But that's your problem. I'll move on to the next person. You want to buy a shirt? Dave Chappelle, I don't know, you know the story, you probably do, but he did his set at the Apollo Theater and like they just, they were not having it. And um, <laughs> I never heard this. Yeah, he gets like tap danced off the stage and it's, just, like, it's like as bad as it could possibly be. And he walks outside and he looks at his buddies and they're about to go get dinner and he's like, oh, okay, like I'm here, we're about to get dinner. So I survived that. So, so yeah, I think this career is actually going to be great. Like if I could survive that, I'm in. Like that's how he looked at it, right? Yeah. As opposed to the opposite. Oh, forget it. I'm never going to get up again. And it's like, now people think, you know, well, I mean, now it's a little bit heated with him, but yeah. there are people who are like, he is the goat. Like this man stepped up to the Apollo and they had none of it. Not interested. They were not interested. And he, he saw that as a gift. He was like, I'm good now. I got it. Right. <laughs> Just like you. Just like you, yeah. you guys, you guys are gonna have dinner one day and tell that story to each other. <laughs> so what you're saying is then, you know, you mentioned that your mother is a strong woman yeah. and you mentioned that, and I can just feel it. Cause I said to you already, there's something in you. It's so solid. And I feel like when you're here, your presence, you're not confused about your worthiness. I don't feel that from you, mm-hmm. but I feel so many people whether they grew up with money, lots of it or not, mm-hmm. they don't walk around with a sense of worthiness. They don't walk around feeling like anybody would ever value. And that's, that's inherently then why they're afraid to go to market, why they're afraid to ask, because it's always then the story of, oh, it must be me. I'm not enough. I'm not this. It's like, so it's more contagious than COVID. So I'm sure you've seen people come on that Shark Tank stage who've got the talent. They've got all the numbers. And there's something in there where they're just not owning the room. They're not claiming it. What would you say to those people to help them to step into it? That's an interesting question. I've never been asked that before. Um, They're not good communicators, but I think like you're saying, they're not communicating the mirror well enough. I mean, yeah, the mirror. 
Yeah, you know, listen, you have to be confident, but you have to be vulnerable at the same time. An entrepreneur is vulnerable, you know, and when you share vulnerability, people want to fight for you. You know, when you want to say, hey, I'm here, I've accomplished all this. I don't know this area. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to learn this area, but I'm so passionate about this. Here's where I add value. You know, here's where I have failed. And, and by the way, I still have a passion for this, even though I have failed there. And these are the things I've figured out. And sooner or later, I'm going to figure it all out. But I would love for you to jump on this train with me and take this ride. With me. You know, a lot of people feel that they're supposed to pitch as in, I started this. I'm great. This is going to be the best ever. And because well, mm. we want to hear that. But if you're so great, then why the hell are you in front of me? Right. Right. We want to buy into a story. We all like the underdog and we also want to feel like we add value. You know, if you're in a room with somebody and you say, hey, I'm doing a great business, but, you know, I know you do a lot of stuff over there in that area. I'd love to get together with you and talk about that type of stuff, because maybe there's something we could do together. Maybe I can buy some of my time for you, whatever. That other person goes, man, that person as fly as that person is. They need some help from me. Let's do it. You know, everybody wants to feel special. And when you feel a little bit vulnerable, listen, the ones who are going to be a-holes and, and laugh and point at you and take advantage of that vulnerability, they're not good people anyway. You don't want to be in business with them. Yeah. That's their problem. That's them. Maybe their parents were locking them in the closet for 10 years, or you know, maybe they were told that this is what success is, downing other people. That's not your problem. Your problem is to find other people that believe in you because you want to also add value to them. And, and that's the only way that I think you should look at it. Because thinking about the negative way of looking at it, it's not going to get you anywhere. Oh, that's so beautiful. I mean, what you just did is you totally flipped the script and you said, lean into being vulnerable because that's actually so beautiful. And it's a way to connect with other people. And you just also gave us permission to say, and the people who would be, you know, coming at you and throwing shade at you for that why would you want any of those people near you anyway, right? Like it's it's amazing how we have these early experiences of being rejected and wanting to be liked. And so we we miss out on so much by trying to win this popular vote and try to get everybody coming to the table. And you you miss out on just being who you are and then inviting the people who you really want to sit at that table with. You don't need to be everybody's favorite thing. You just need to be authentic and connect with the right people. So what's so cool, and I want to pivot into talking about this now, is that you're doing, I can't even believe that you're being this generous to create this kind of content in the world, but you're creating a course, the seven day power pack reels campaign for small business blueprint, and it's coming up. And I want to talk about it. And I want you to tell us a little bit about why people need this why creating this kind of content is important to grow your business. Yeah. And, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about it because we, we put a lot of thought behind it. You know, uh, as you said, what are the first couple of things that you would do, you know, when you start a business? Well, social media is free for the most part. I mean, of course you can spend millions of dollars on it, but you can start someplace. And unlike me, when I had to go to the Apollo and even if I sold somebody a shirt, I had no way to talk to them again. I had to find them at uh. their home the next day. <laughs> Right Today, you can pick up a smartphone and you can put up content and be around the world and you can get your true analytics from it. 
and you can show value to people. You can show what you're doing. You can get right. proof of concept and create a following. And the, the best way to do that now is, of course, on Reels, on TikTok, and social media. And you're going to need to do it one way or another. And again, don't think everybody has a pill for you because if you just think you're going to hire somebody to do all that, well, if you don't know any of the fundamentals or any of the basics, well, if they do a great job, well, then they got the keys to the car. They may hold you hostage. And if they're doing a crappy job, you don't even know how to judge it, right? So what we put together is, as, as you said, the seven-day power pack reels campaigns for small business blueprint. And the system includes courses and hacks to put systems into place to save you time. You know, it can be very time consuming when you talk about social media. So, but if you put together something for two minutes, I can show you 10 ways to use that and create a content calendar where it goes up every day, every other day. And you don't have to spend every day on it. And uh, this course specifically teaches you small business owners how to grow your TikTok, Reels, Snapchat, and audio room platforms. And it includes 15 cheat sheets, eBooks, and a checklist, including 20 done-for-you-already Canva templates. And if you sign up for the VIP list and it closes in two days... Then you get exclusive bonuses like chance to to meet with me. I even wrote it down. It was so much. God, but I can't believe you're giving it, that away. What an incredible VIP. And by the way, you get, because of this, because we're on here, you get a 34% discount. So the full bundle of $97 and early access to brand new offerings. And so just go to masteringreels.com to sign up. That's amazing. Let's talk a little bit more about that social media and visibility. I think people feel like, oh, it's so big. It's such a giant sea of videos. You know, there's 169 billion videos on YouTube. There's 2 million podcast episodes a week. Like, how would I even break in, right? Can you kind of like explain what is it about content that breaks through the noise? What kind of content is the kind of content that would make people stop? That would make people say, oh, no, no, no. I'm glad you just showed up at the party. I'm, I'm going to start following you now. What is it in content that, that you think stands out? It's authenticity, right? It's authenticity. It's education. It's making people laugh. You know, Gary Vee says it the best, right? If you were watching your favorite half an hour television show and 27 minutes of it was commercials, you're going to change the channel. Yeah. But if you're watching your favorite half an hour television show and 27 minutes of it was whatever you're tuning into it for, make you work out better, cook better, laugh, scare you, educate you. The three minutes that you're selling is a time when people say, man, I want to buy. And even if they don't want to buy, what they say is when they talk to other people, hey, Guess what? What you doing with it? Go check this person out. The reason the Bombas sell so well, they're going to do $500 million. The reason why they sell so well is because every time they sell a pair of socks, they give a pair away to the homeless. Whoever's listening to us right now, now they're listening to us. Even if I was watching them, I couldn't tell if anybody here had Bombas on. But what do people do? They take the message from Bombas, and when yeah. they're sitting across the table, they go, oh, my, you gave at the end of the year? Hmm, I gave 20 times this year. How do you do that? Every time I bought this, I helped clean up the ocean. Every time I bought this, I stopped human trafficking. Every time I bought this, a person in need got a pair of socks. And people love, as we all see, good and bad, people love for you to give them their talking points tomorrow uh, at the water cooler or on Zoom. And that's what it is when you're giving reels out or you, you, like content. People are laughing, going, oh, did you see this? And they're sharing it. And you're getting a true report card on whether it is good, bad, or indifferent. So what we try to do is compact all this stuff to show you the things you need to do and how to automate it so then you can look out of the 10 reels or the 10 TikToks you put out and go, wait, number one worked really well. Number seven sucks. Number five is okay. We need to improve number nine. 
That's so good. And it's so true. I love that you started with saying authenticity. And then what you just said about people need that thing. That's going to be the story they tell at the water cooler. You're right. I mean, that's so true. I have a few more things to ask you, but first I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor. Working on your own self-improvement can be tough, but hiring the next right candidate for your business, it's easier than you think, especially with Indeed. Indeed is a hiring partner that gets you what you really want, a short list of quality candidates as fast as possible because you can attract, interview, and hire all at Indeed. They have awesome tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews to help you in every step of the hiring process so you can find talent with the skills that you need. Indeed makes it easier for star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. Here's how it works. Pick what skills are important to you from over 135 assessments and get a clear view of your top talent's abilities faster. This way, talent doesn't need to prove themselves again and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. You end up reducing your hiring time by 12% according to Indeed data worldwide. I know from personal experience that hiring can be a long, tedious process, so I love that Indeed is making this quicker and easier because finding great talent shouldn't have to be your second job. Get started right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash dream job. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com slash dream job, indeed.com slash dream job offer valid through December 31st terms and conditions apply need to hire. You need indeed. When you think about it, do people need to have like the perfect lighting where people are going to say to me, like, I can't make a real, I can't make a podcast. I'm not ready yet. I don't look the part I got to lose 50 pounds. I got to get a better setup. Do you think that that's what's needed to make great content or is it more of the authenticity? And if so, how can we capture that? You don't even need to be on it yourself half the time. If you are putting out great quotes, if you're putting out beautiful photography of whatever it is or an education of that world, you know, you don't have to be on it. People take it too literal. You don't have to be dancing on TikTok. Wow. You don't have to do that. I personally... Will I do it? Maybe when my daughter, a little bit older, she wants to do it, but I don't like, I feel like I would be looking a little thirsty. Here's the camera. Look, I've been practicing this in the mirror all day. And now I think I look pretty stupid. I'm 52 years old. Why the hell would I do that? So it doesn't have to be like that. You know, sometimes some of these, some of these places that you see a lot of great content from, you don't even know who's doing it. Like Uber inspirational quotes. You don't even know. They may have 7 million followers. Now, what if they decide to put some of those quotes on mugs? Or, and I'm sure they have, you know, but, right. you know, people get too literal about these things. That is such a good point. That's such a great response. Is it doesn't have to be you, right? It could just be the quote. It could just be the content. You know, you're talking about how that winds up becoming a lead generator. Like you said, if you were standing outside of the Apollo that night, You'd have to find those people somewhere on the street of Manhattan. Like that's not going to necessarily ever happen, but here you can follow up. Let's talk about that for a second, how you take a piece of content and then engage with people. What's that next step? Let's say you put up something spicy or cool or interesting or funny or delicious, and it's a reel or it's a TikTok or wherever you put it. What's that next step to then move that from just a front-facing piece of content into a conversation, into something where you're moving people closer? And so first of all, you, you want them to start following you and you follow them back and you, you know, cause they were raising their hand digitally to say, look, I respect you I, I, or I like you, but you can also put obviously links in your bios and other places mm-hmm. hit links where people go to like to follow you more. I mean, you know, my daughter's only five years old, but for some reason she's, uh, maybe we let the iPad raise her, but every time <laughs> she does a little video, she goes hit the link below. 
you know what I mean? And and I'm like, oh God, you know, babe, babe, we're bad parents. But, um, (laughs) but, you know, or there's a lot of other ways and we can talk about, you know, when you ask somebody, you can ask somebody a quiz and that's cool. And a lot of times we see that same thing. What was your, I don't want to see that. But if you put the, which one of these three people are you? Then people like to take it because, again, it's back what's in it for them. There's various different ways you can get them to follow up. And trust me, when you ask for people's opinions, especially when they're, they're people yeah. who are following you, they love to give their opinion. But take their opinion, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. That's still an investment. A criticism is an investment, no matter what, because they didn't necessarily have to tell you what they thought. I, I can't say that all criticism is great because as you and t- I talked about it previously, only 5% of the people that give you, uh, you know, criticism, bad, horrible, or uh, the negative ones, it's only usually like 5%. And we often are so busy getting hurt by that 5% that we're ignoring the other 95%. But there's always ways to get this, this conversation going back and forth. It depends on the platform you're on. I love that idea, that criticism any good or bad is an investment. And it's true. Psychologically, when you put up a poll or you ask people to respond in your stories or to whatever it is, or DM you and ask for their feedback by them doing that, they feel like they just made an investment in you, right? They are moving closer to you. Yeah. The fact the that there's an MIT study that out of Fortune 500 companies, 90% of the most profitable products came out of customer complaints. Oh my God, say that again. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, MIT study, I believe, said over, and don't quote me, but you can go and research it. It was that over uh, 90% of the most profitable products in in, in large corporations came out of customer complaints. It's kind of like that. Oh, I got to get this damn ketchup out of the bottle. I got to hit the glass 57. But they go around and check everybody's house. They realize that everybody's everybody's bottles were upside down in the refrigerator. Hence, now you have the big plastic, and the base is upside down. Customer complaints are, are the number one thing because, and, and then when somebody feels like you listen to their complaint, they go, you know that company over there? <clears throat> they listen to me. They become an ambassador again. You know, so it, it's critical to get this information. Listen, you know, my last two book covers that I ever put up, uh, four colors, and I, I already knew the one I was going to pick. And I said, what do you think? And I got overwhelmingly picks of number four or three. It was always the color that I never thought would work. And my books are best-selling books. Now, is it because everybody picked the color? Maybe, maybe not. They felt vested interest in it. Of course, the content is absolutely amazing, but they also felt like they were part of the ride. You know what you just keep doing with every answer is you keep taking away the obstacle because there is no obstacle. Like even the criticism, you're like, awesome, more expansion, great, bring <laughs> it closer. Where I feel everyone is so in this limited, narrow focus of I don't want to get hurt and I don't, I'm such a perfectionist because I don't want to be rejected. And, I, and it's just like, you're like, no, no, dude, like even that's a gift. That's awesome. It's like for you, it's all green lights. It's all green lights. Even the negative, you're like, they become an ambassador because you, you take that feedback. Like this is just the power of where your mindset is. It's so powerful. Oh, thank you. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I've had some, some hard nights where I'm like, God. Sure. Some other nights when I was like, why do you keep telling me I can't make it out of the hood? You're a crackhead. <laughs> you know? So. Right. It's very empowering. We're going to put a link to your masteringreels.com in the show notes. We're going to send it out to our list. As we're signing off here today, What's your take-home message for somebody who's listening who would love to have one ounce, one half of an ounce of the success that you have had 
And they've been waking up just feeling like they are caught in that predictable loop, same day, Groundhog Day, every day. And they're listening to you right now and something's starting to shift. What is your advice to them? What's something they could go do or think about or implement today? First of all, if they're doing something they absolutely love, uh, I do say, and I know that you should keep your day job as long as you can, but eventually leave the day job. But you have to be able to sacrifice and put in that time, whether it's an hour a day extra, whether it's 50 calls a day, whether it's two tweets, whether it's whatever the case is, because you have to think about all the things that were created and all the things that were not. Every single thing that was created that you see, whether the computer were on, whatever the case is, uh, that God didn't create, it started with one person that had one idea that took one action. And that is no matter what we're talking about. So it can be done. But you don't have to think about, you know, we watch too many people's sizzle reels instead of their blooper reels. OPM could be what my mentor, Jay Abraham, told me is OPM could be other people's mind power, marketing, manpower, manufacturing, mentors, mistakes. You have to use whatever you have at hand and you have to start just now. I mean, Nike just start and you have to understand you will get knocked down. But if you're doing something you absolutely love. Now, my daughter has worked in an animal shelter for the last 10 years and she'll never make a dime. Will she ever regret it? Well, I can't even say she'll never make it down. Maybe she'll create a huge, uh, you know, a huge business off of it that will be a philanthropic business, but she'll never regret it. I would have never regretted if I failed at FUBU because I I remember getting excited when I saw somebody wear my product and say, wow, I didn't design it like that, but damn, that looks good on them. And I would have never regretted it. So it has to be a combination of setting the right goals, knowing your why, doing something you absolutely love and taking affordable steps. And you will get knocked down. But if you get knocked down and you're proud of what you're doing, who cares? But you will absolutely regret your life if you don't start. So beautiful. What a gorgeous way to, to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for being so, you're so easy to love. Like you're so successful and you have none of this like ego wall up around you. You're just like, you're you're such a good spirit. And this is why you're going to continue to just, light a path for so many people and it's it's inspiring to to sit here with you so thank you for coming and sharing all this with us well thank you for having me thank you you're so warm um but you ask some really insightful questions i'm gonna i'm gonna go into my room i'm gonna curl up in a ball and think about life all over again you're adorable and then i'm gonna be excited about tomorrow Oh my God. And my best friend did a deal with Mark on Shark Tank with her Unreal Deli and she's having the best time. Yeah. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. They're now in like 3000 stores. And uh, so she was so excited that I was having you on. Damon, thank you for being you. Thank you. Everybody sign up for the course. Get a little bit more of this guy in your life. It can only lead to good things. Thank you for today. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. Damon is awesome. You guys definitely go check out his course and soak up all his wisdom on creating content and building your visibility. Go get it while the bonuses are still available. All the details are at masteringreels.com. All right, now here are the takeaways. Number one, educate yourself every day. We're always learning. Number two, take inventory. What time, friends, books, courses, mentors do you have access to right now today? Your inventory is right here. Number three, don't assume there's a magic pill to solve all your problems. At the end of the day, the business falls on you, 
No one will care about it as much as you do. Number four, when you're vulnerable, people will fight for you. Invite them to jump on the train with you and ride with you. Number five, any opinion, good, bad, or indifferent is an investment. Customer complaints are a chance to turn them into ambassadors. Number six, you're going to get knocked down, but if you're proud of what you do, then who cares? But you will absolutely regret it if you never start. Number seven, put in the time, whether it's making 50 calls or writing two tweets, every single thing that's been created and started with one person with one idea took one action. It can be done. Use whatever you have at hand and just start. Thank you so much for being here. I know that you have a million things going on. I know that it's Thanksgiving week. It means the world that you're here and we have so many good episodes coming up. So please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen so that you don't miss anything. And if you're ready to rise, if you are ready for millions, if you are ready to call in this abundance and you want a program where every single week we'll be on calls and I will be doing hot seats, coaching people every single week, this is gonna be a small group program, the smallest program we've ever put together. Most likely no more than 50 people could even be as little as 20 or 30 people. It's application only. This program will facilitate the breakthrough that you need to tune in and turn on your energy. It is the energy inside of you. That, that's what's responsible. That's what's going to be responsible, right? For showing up in the world and calling in what it is that you are going to build. In addition to helping you shift the energy, I'm going to be teaching you my model, what I have been doing to launch multi seven-figure launches over and over and over again without any sales calls, without really leaning into funnels and things like that. You guys are going to see so much. Not only are you going to have experts there to teach you meditation, you're going to have experts there to show you how that you're going to build a sales page, how you're going to build out Facebook ads. What are the things you need to know? At the same time, we're going to go back and teach you things like tapping and breath work. There won't be anything left out. This is it. You can go apply at kathyheller.com slash ready. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Thanksgiving. The podcast is a production of Authentic. For more info on advertising in this show, visit AuthenticShows.com. So many times I chose to